Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana, and this is episode 71 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about season 10, episode 3, Thin Ice, and episode 4, Knock Knock. This is the gateway to everything that ever was, or ever can be. It's like a spaceship. What? Nice here, isn't it? So how do we stay out of trouble? Now don't, Bill, with me to the TARDIS. Who's there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Who. Oh, what a uh, good joke. Classic. Great. <laughs> okay, so what's new with Who? So I just sent you an article the other day that they are oh. not doing a Christmas special this year. Blasphemy. Pre- pretty much. I can't believe it. Chris Chibnall said that they are doing, like, a special mm-hmm. between season 11 and 12, like, mm-hmm. but that they are not doing a Christmas special. So that's kind of the big news that broke, I guess. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. There's always a Christmas special. Yeah. I never watch it on Christmas, because, like, I... I do... I think I do, because I'm at my parents' house, and they actually have satellite. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I I normally record it, but I find mm. like Christmas doing family stuff. Mm. You, I don't know. We're usually like it's not a part. Like <laughs> I'm not sad in terms of like it's a part of my Christmas no. tradition, but I'm sad in terms of it's a part of like my December, yeah, like overall Christmas, yeah, life. It's just weird. There's always a Christmas special. Yeah, it's a thing. DK's gonna like revolt. Yeah, but then he did make the good point of that lately they haven't been great and that they have nothing to do with Christmas. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's what we always were like. Oh no, no Christmas special. But then we've complained about like every all of them Christmas special, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, because they're never they're never our favorites. No, there's been some that like are nice and Christmassy and. The one that I always say I like with the kids in the house and she goes through the box into the yeah. magical forest. With the wood people. It's very cute and Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Narnia feeling. Yes. But yes, I there there is like good Lately, ones and there's though. bad ones. There's uh, just like every other thing, there's a variety. But I mean, overall, because they don't tend to be part of like the overall season narrative, I think that they suffer mm-hmm. from that a bit. Yeah, they're one-offs, and they have, like, their own, usually have just a random new companion. Yeah. Yeah, more like Kylie Minogue. Yeah, like Kylie Minogue on a Titanic <laughs> spaceship, cruise ship. Yeah. But they're fun. And, so. um, he's right, lately they haven't even been Christmassy. Yeah. Like, the superhero one was just, that was so dumb. Never go oh to America. God. I don't know no. how much clearer Stay I can from make America, that. Doctor Who. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm interested to see what he does as, like, the... The, the sort of in-between Stopgap. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have not watched any of the season, except I saw the first episode, so yeah. I have no idea what he might want to... <laughs> Do if it'll be a total one-off, or it'll, maybe it will tie it into the next 
season who knows like companions if they're gonna change companions next season you know i haven't even seen the first episode <laughs> so i really don't know who knows who knows I mean, that's um that's pretty much it that we're news. mid-season you're not getting a lot of like news unless you're watching it right and but you're avoiding all mention of it correct mm-hmm the only other thing is, remember I told you about that book? There's like the women of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Um, It's not out yet. It's oh. supposed to like be out in September. I thought I, you were going to be like, they're not making it anymore, but... It's made. It's just like, Amazon says its release date is like November 19th or something. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll put it on my Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone else is interested in that, apparently it's not out yet. Or maybe just for Canada. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. No Christmas special. I mean, the season does end right like at Christmas. two days before Christmas. So right. I was wondering about that. <laughs> if they would just, like, go for it right away two days later. Right. Well, and maybe that's the bigger reason that he didn't really mention in the article I read. But, like, it's, it's not or Maybe like... that's why they scheduled it when they did, like, end right at Christmas. Cause sometimes mm. it ends, like, a couple months like before. Like, in September. Sometimes it's, like, August, yeah. November. Because well, cause we're used to it starting in the spring, right? We're used to, like, a spring premiere. Mm-hmm. And we had a fall premiere, and so because of that, it's, like, ending at Christmas. Yeah. So then it would feel weird to have the Christmas special, especially because the episode's supposed to, like, get you through to the next season. Mm-hmm. But now it would be, like, it would just part be, of that. Yeah. It would be part so part of that season. It would be almost impossible to make it, like, a one-off. I don't yeah. know. It would be strange. I don't know. Okay. And we couldn't even remember what last year's was. Yeah. Because it had nothing to do with Christmas. No, the only and way... it wasn't great. We they brought Bill back, and I was like, what are you doing to me? Like, yeah. You took her away, and now you're just, like, bringing her back in a we, stupid way. We mentioned, like, three episodes before. I was like, wait, it was... Obviously, he, he regenerated, so it has to be that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. it. Okay, so our question for this episode... We wanted to know, what's your worst apartment-slash-house horror story... Do you have one? What's your worst so, apartment? I'm trying to think of, like, my worst one. Um, when I was in university, uh, I lived myself and three other girls in a four-bedroom apartment with one bathroom. Ugh. It was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of beauty products in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The house was... Um, that apartment was a mess because like it was not enough space for four people like we all mm-hmm. had our, our our own room but like holy crap that's not enough space for no. four people you need still like a bigger common space yeah still. I had the best bedroom though because I got there first on move-in <laughs> day and it was first come first serve nice. um but I do remember in not in our apartment but in our building it's a small building only had like six apartments and a couple in the basement Mm. um cleanliness perhaps was an issue Mm. in certain people's apartments and that it enough that it affected you at this particular time it did because i came in and i walked up and there was flies oh no like a lot of like house of flies creepy Mm -hmm. covering like blacking out the window amount of flies I had that once. And it's gross. It is gross. And it, it looks like a horror movie. Yes, and it's gross because you know, like, that meant we had, like, 
you know, larvae in our Uh, house. I had that once in, um, not in my apartment, because I lived in a basement apartment in, like, a house. But it was the, like, door that I went, like, the side door I went into was sort of, like, into the garage. And then also... There's a door, and then you could go down the stairs to these two apartments. Oh, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the door, like, to the outside, the side door, which had, like, a window, was just, like, covered in flies. Like, it was so disgusting. Yeah. Like, it looked disgusting, but I, like, read about it, and it's it's not house flies, like... It's not because there was, like, a dead body right there. There's so many flies. They're called the cluster flies, and they just... That's how they, they just all hatch at once or something like that. And they okay. just hang around in a cluster, <laughs> but they don't really like do anything. It's not necessarily like, it's so disgusting. There's so many flies. I it's just that type of fly. It was cleanliness, mm-hmm. but it was gross no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was gross. Yeah. I have no other way to say it. It was, <laughs> I, any, too as, much of anything. Right. Like that, it was gross. Right. Any, Tish and anything, I would agree. Yeah. Like too much of anything is gross. And it was too many flies. Other than that, like, our apartment was just disgusting. And at one point, one of the girls, later on, like, a couple of the roommates had changed. My friend, uh, we had a guy move in with us. Thank God, smartest move ever. Uh, Balance us out a little bit. (laughs) Um, And one of the girls that we were living with was moving home. She was dropping out, and she was subletting the apartment. And she subletted to this guy that (laughs) I did not like. (laughs) He was annoying, and he was, like, a 20-year-old that was trying to write his autobiography. Oh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Who do you think you are? You're a straight, white, 20-year-old male. There's nothing that has happened to you yet in your life that is worth an autobiography. No one needs to know anything about you. We've been told this story a million times. Your thoughts, yeah. (laughs) It really... Oh, my God. And, um... Yeah, my friend used to text me to see if he was home or if I was home because neither of us wanted to be there alone with him because you get, like, trapped in these conversations that you just wanted to, like, fucking murder yourself. Oh, my God. It's less of a, like, house horror story, though. More like a roommate horror story. The flies, yeah. though. That really sticks in my head. Yeah. Um. So, my basement apartment where I was for, like, seven years. Yeah, you were there a good well, long time. Um... I had, so yeah, there's the, like, cluster flies once. I had ants once. Those really tiny ones. Yeah, were they brown? Yeah. Yeah, the feral ants. I don't know. Um, and I... Hard to get rid of because they're so tiny. There's so many of them. I thought they were coming from the door because they seem to be more in that area, the front door, bathroom. Um, and when I finally got, like, ant killer stuff and started putting little drops around... You could see, like, where they were congregating, like, where the concentration of them was. And so I kept, like, narrowing it down, like, moving it down. And they were coming from the edge of the toilet, like, where the toilet went into, like, the the floor. floor. They were, like, coming up from there. Ooh. So, yeah. Gross. I got rid of them. That's good. With this good ant killer stuff. But I was like, that's even more gross. (laughs) And they were coming up, like, there's not... They're coming from, like, the ground. Yeah. And you're in I'm the ground. underground. <laughs> like, if they're coming up... Um, I had, like, earwigs. I had... But I do not like earwigs. Um, We've had earwigs in the house before. We've had mice. I had mice. Okay, so I had... 
a mouse? As you know, but I'll tell oh, the yes. listeners. Because um, it was a basement. It had, like, those fall, a false ceiling, like, those big tiles, like, you see in schools and stuff. Because there was, like, duct work or whatever. So there's, like, definitely, like, space up there. So I would hear something, like, scurrying, <laughs> scurrying around just above my bed, which was the most annoying. Because, like, I couldn't sleep. And... It would just seem to, like, move in, like, this one area above my bed. Anyway, eventually, um, I knew there was one in the apartment, because, like, things were eaten or poops were around or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I saw it once, and, like, so then, like, one time I caught one while my friend was there, so thank God we caught it, and then, like, in the morning, there's one, like, stuck in the trap. Anyway, in total, there was seven babies. When I got them all, got rid of them. I eventually found the nest in a little space, like, under a shelf that I had in my closet. I say closet. It was just in front of the furnace. Yeah. Um, But there was, like, a space that wasn't covered. Like, the back of the shelf wasn't... Anyway, made a nice little nest out of all my Kleenex in there. (laughs) And when I found it and pulled, like, the shelf away, the mom was dead. And all the babies, there were, like, a couple babies in there. So they kept coming out to find food. Because their mama was dead. Because mama was dead. It's kind um, of both sad and gross. It's sad and gross. <laughs> they were like cute little babies, but also like, get out of my apartment. I can't sleep knowing that you're in here. Yes. I'm that way with generally all rodents. Like, I'm okay with you in the world. I just don't want you in oh, my yeah, living yeah, space. Because yeah. even when they're not around you, you feel like they're crawling all over yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and then like years later... I had another mouse that was, like, in the kitchen area, and I think I found, like, the hole it was getting in and covered it up, and it it went away. But that was, like, another, like, sleepless night that I, like, left the light on. paranoid. So the light seemed to keep it away, and, like, and I never want to, like, put, like, real traps. No, you want, like, the live ones where they just go in and can't I got one of those for the first time when I had all the babies, and they would, it would draw them out, but they wouldn't go into it. So it didn't really work. Fuck, they're too smart. Because the landlord at first had given me all these, like, sticky traps. And that was, like, traumatizing to see the baby mouse stuck in that. So, anyway, tons of critters when you live in a basement apartment. Yeah. Well, when I lived in that apartment with the girls, I made cookies. And they were cooling on a rack on this, like, um, little counter we had in front of Mm -hmm. the window. And... A squirrel chewed its way through the screen and came into the apartment and started eating the cookies <laughs> oh in the sink. And that was terrifying. I do not... Like, I... You walk in, there's a squirrel eating a cookie. In, in my sink. sink. <laughs> and I freaked out. And no, I was home alone. And oh, nobody no. was in, like, the, any of the apartments. I banged on all the doors. Because, like, I don't do well with things once I get inside. <laughs> and um, I called my mother in hysterics. And... Um, the guy I was dating at the time was on his way back in from Cornwall mm. where his family was. And so she like assumed something horrible had happened cause she knew I was waiting for him to get there. But I was just calling in tears because a squirrel was in my apartment and I couldn't get him out. And then I waited in the lobby of my apartment building until my, my boyfriend arrived and made him remove it. <laughs> oh my God. Not my proudest moment, okay, but I... I, I would have been tempted they to creep make me it out. my pet and be like, oh, little squirrel. But they're like... No, they're like pretty shit. mean. 
Yeah. And I was creep. I was just creeped out by it, like it, and it chewed its way. Oh and God. then it was fat, and I swear to God, just sat on the tree outside our kitchen for the rest of time and like watched me, <laughs> waiting for its chance to get back in. Yeah, we had to replace that screen. Oh my God! Okay, wow, what a good podcast, <sighs> Tish and Juliana's house horror <laughs> podcast. Okay, we did get a tweet <clears throat> for this one. Ooh, good from. Naderade413. Yeah. Um, this isn't so much like bugs and terrible things in your apartment. (laughs) This is more like something that that happened. happened. He says, my mom came to visit but didn't knock when she got to my house. She walked in. Never a good start to a story. (laughs) She walked in on me and a girl. She was so happy I was with a girl. She ran over and hugged her. I don't, mm, I'm not going to ask you what you were doing <laughs> that she walked in on, but I feel like you don't use the phrase walked in on if you're just sitting on the couch watching TV. Nope, I don't think so. But then she ran over and hugged her, so I don't know what. They were somewhere in the. Mm, I don't know. Embarrassing you don't want your mom to come in, but also. But not your quite. Mom ran over and hu- I don't know. I guess like I don't want reaction... to follow up. I don't want to follow up. The reaction could have been worse from your mom. I guess. I don't know. Is it more embarrassing that she hugs her, or would it be more embarrassing if she was like, oh my gosh. I feel like the only acceptable option is to turn around and walk To out. gasp in horror and look away as quickly as possible <laughs> and leave and never speak of it again. If yep, you were just, doing what? You just you pretend know. it didn't happen, yep. right? No. It never happened. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to Bill's uh, worst apartment house story yeah. <laughs> after this one. Um, first, we're going to talk about Thin Ice, which aired on April 29th, 2017, written by Sarah Dollard, who has written two episodes. Her other one was Face the Raven, which is a great episode. It is a good one. In London, 1814, the entire city has turned out for the biggest frost fair in decades, but beneath the frozen Thames, revelers are disappearing, snatched through the ice. Pulled into the depths, pulled into the depths where a terrifying monster lurks. This is a sentence fragment. Will the doctor and Bill stop the slaughter before they too are dragged into the icy waters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, they they aren't dragged at all. They, they happily right in. go into the icy waters. Yeah, in those old Victorian scuba suits. <coughs> Which, I mean, your TARDIS is right there. Go in and get some better technology if you want to go into right? Under the Ice. It's just, you, you don't if I was need Bill, I'd be like, uh, we're using these? I'm sure you have something better in that magical TARDIS of yours. They were like two seconds away from just pulling out a diving bell. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not good. Well, I was also like, how, how, do they, how are they getting out once they get in? Because they have those weighted, the weighted feet yeah. so that they can sink down. They just ignored that. There was no one at the top to, like, you know, you pull the rope, tuck on the rope, and then they pull you up. Pull you up. I don't know. They climbed out somewhere. Anyway. I mean, the Thames isn't particularly deep. And they didn't portray it as super deep in this. Um, But, yeah, I don't know how. Big enough for a sea monster. Yeah. Well, and I don't know how you'd get out. Like, it still is, like, a river. (laughs) There's ladders on the side, maybe. Right, like, unless you go to the side to get it. But also, there's ice. How did they... I don't know, unless they went back out the same 
But when they close up the hole after those those fish close up the hole after, then obviously know, they die. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he thinks he's just um, popping back because Nardole was like in the last episode. He's just like, yeah. I'll make the tea, meet you up there. Don't go off world, doctor. Don't go off world. Remember your promise. Remember your promise. So he's like. Whatever, Bill. I'll be. We'll be back for tea. That's the magic of time travel. Um. So he thinks he's back, but mm, got it a bit wrong or a bit right because Tardis knows best. Yep. Takes him where he needs to go. So he needed to go to the Thames in 1814 when it got cold enough that the Thames froze. Yeah. Completely. That's crazy. Enough for elephants to walk around and a whole fair to happen. That's. Yep. That won't happen again. Thank you, global warming. <laughs> no, it will not. Well, also just like, yeah, industrial. Like, the city creates so much heat now, probably, mm, too. Yeah. Probably doesn't help. Um, I appreciate that Bill addresses racism in this episode. Yes. Finally. Thank you. Right away. She's like, um, melanin. <laughs> right. Can't. She's like, uh, slavery is still like a thing, doctor. But then she also discusses like when they're out at the the frost fair. She's like, hey, England's way blacker than it yeah. shows in the history books. And he's like, yeah, no, everything's been whitewashed. I write it down. She's like, uh, Victorian England, bit more black than they show in the movies. And he's like, so is Jesus. <laughs> history is a whitewash. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, doctor. Thank you, Sarah Dollard, who wrote this episode. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I remember when we first were binging these and she just addressed the concept of, mm-hmm. like, action. Because with Martha, they never did. It never came oh. up that entire She's season. She's walking around seeing Shakespeare in yeah. her crazy hair and her leather jacket. Oh, yeah, her, like, weird spiky Spiky hair. hair. Like, even that would have been weird to people back then, to yeah. see a black person with, like, somewhat straightened hair. Yeah, like, you not, know? yeah. Also, yeah, Bill like, has like the nat like natural. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, yeah. So they, I like when they address these things, or even sometimes like, and they also address like the sexism and stuff of like, sort of she can't do things. Yes, and the guy walks and he's like, "Ugh, get out of here, <laughs> you little creature!" Yeah, <laughs> rise when your him. betters are speaking to you. And then, punch. Yeah, but then they were also like, "That guy's not an alien. That yeah. guy's just a douchebag." <laughs> um, but she gets all dressed up, which is cute. Yeah, that's always fun. You were doctor not... does too. He dresses. He takes his hoodie off. Oh my What's god! More than normal. Normally the doc, <laughs> the he doctor was... just goes and like whatever. He's, he's always wearing. in some sort of a suit, which right. is pretty so timeless it's... on Earth. <laughs> yeah men in suits but yeah i think he had his fancier suit on put on a top hat yeah he found himself a top hat went to the fair it's fun jolly good time i mean generally speak generally speaking we're not the biggest fans of past episodes because why would you want to see the past don't you want to go to the future it's just like which to be fair bill chose to go to the future when he when she was asked i did appreciate that like yes bill Last knows episode. what's up she knows that's the best choice like, um hello show me new things i don't know i didn't hate this episode but oh. yeah whenever we're in the past i'm like okay past mm-hmm. literally like 
because it's already happened. But you gotta balance sort of the true like spacey stuff with the earthy yeah. stuff for it, the production of the show and also like to keep it grounded. Yeah. And to get these like real like um human reactions. Like she reacts so hard to the kid going missing, yeah. dying. That like you, even though it's the past because it is Earth, it's more real to her. I think if you took someone and took them to only strange places with strange alien creatures, it would just be too overwhelming or like yeah you'd when lose bad stuff like crazy stuff happened it would just all seem so crazy and like yeah. a dream that you maybe wouldn't yeah you'd like lose your sense of reality probably yeah. i also think like he's got to keep them sane by bringing them back to earth sometimes. right it it does keep like the show grounded it also keeps space and when we see like strange future places like it keeps that special also because mm-hmm. if you as audience if that's all we saw every week, that also yeah. wouldn't be, like, It's not exciting. like Star Trek or something where they're just always in space. No. So, we're in Victorian England. Yeah. London. And she's having fun until a kid dies or disappears. <laughs> and then she thinks the doctor's a monster. Yeah. Because... She has her Donna. I like to yeah. call her her Donna. Period. Very much Donna and Pompeii. Yeah. Um, she just, like, doesn't understand that, like... People die. Yeah, I don't want well, she overreacts a bit. I don't think but... she understands the scope of what the doctor deals with. Mm-hmm. I think she's just like, oh, we he just goes to like fun places. I don't think she I understands know. like how much he inserts himself and how much. I mean, he says he doesn't ever insert himself, but how much he inserts himself and how he much... comes to where like people are already dying and tries to yeah. stop more people from dying right so but sometimes like while he's there trying to help people still are dying yeah you know like the last place they went people had been dying but like she didn't witness it so it didn't like hit her Mon- she didn't know these people like she saw that dead woman but like it's different it's, it's very different, different as a to kid too, to be honest yeah. and it's different when like as you say she's on earth she knows london she's yeah. from you know, London. She's just like, not this from... is the Thames. It's crazy. Yeah. And then the kid disappears. It's, um, it's a lot. It's understandable. And, like, I would be... I've never, like, been around when, like, major trauma or, like, death has occurred. So I would probably freak out, too, and look to this person who brought me here and sort of got me in this situation and be, like, this is like connected with you, so now you're scary because this situation is scary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Even like, though it wasn't his fault. He was trying to help the situation that was already happening. Well, yeah, and Bill comes around, obviously, yeah. on that. She just needs some time to process. She I also, think. like, gets mad at him. Like, she looks at him right away and is like, um, save him. Like, she's already got it in her head that, like, he fixes everything. Mm-hmm. He's so smart, and he has TARDIS, and, like, he can do anything. And right away, she's just like, save him. He's like, uh, he's gone. Like, yeah. this just happened. You just saw this happen. Well, and, like, it's learning, like, the limitations of the Doctor's powers and, like, the scope of things. and Yeah. You know, there's fixed points in time, Tish. Bullshit like that. <laughs> well, she also asked him, like, have you ever killed, killed anyone? Somebody. He's like, yeah, a lot of people probably. 
she's all like, oh, you don't even remember how many people have died or how many people you've killed. But it's like, girl, like, we cannot get into, like, destroying Gallifrey. Like, <laughs> right. a whole big thing, like... He was in a time war, like... He was in, yeah, he was in a war. Because normal, like, mostly on adventures, people die, yes, but he doesn't kill people no. on his adventures. No. You could say he's responsible for deaths sometimes, but he's definitely not a murderer. Yeah, you don't think of him as um, the direct cause. Yeah, he never has a weapon to do anything, right? No, he doesn't like weapons. Even when he does... He did, like, destroy Gallifrey or whatever. It was... Because it was war. It yeah, was, it was to end the wars. It was a bit of a greater good war. situation. But that's the doctor, and she's getting to know. Right. Well, it's, like, the struggle we all deal with with the doctor. Like, because he is so, like, good, but, like, also has, like, such darkness in him. And mm-hmm. it's the two sides and what and, he can and can't change and what he is and isn't willing to do and... Yeah. What's also, he's just, he wanted to just steal a TARDIS and go on some adventures. (laughs) Yep. How'd that work out for you, Doctor? He finds himself, he enjoys helping people, but that also means that you're around people when they need help. And so, like, for 2,000 years, he's been through a lot of trauma, and so he has to deal with it. And, like... He doesn't deal well. No. He definitely, like, suppresses things. Then he regenerates and sort of forgets all the stuff he did for the last thing in his last life. Because otherwise you'd go insane. Yeah. You know? Like, we were talking about his, like, memory capacity. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely... He has to compartmentalize and put some things away. I don't think it's possible otherwise. No. He can't be sad every day about all the people that have died around him. That would be... Horrific. He wouldn't be get anything done. No, you can't feel everything all the time. He'd be incapacitated. Everyone does it. Like you can't think about all the bad things in the world all the time, or else you'd just sit there and be sad and not do anything about it. Well, that's why, like on his desk, he has the picture of Jenny, and he has the picture of River. Does not have a picture of Jenny. Sorry, not Jenny. Um, Susan is granddaughter. Susan. I was thinking his granddaughter, <laughs> but Jenny came out. Okay, which is his <laughs> daughter. Um, and I think, like, that that was interesting. Because, mm-hmm. like, he could just have a desk that has, like, every companion he's ever had. Because he's yeah. lost them all. Mm-hmm. You know? But he can't. He, like, he, you can't. You cannot feel yeah. about them all every day. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. I mean, you wouldn't survive. No. And it's sort of, like, his first and his most recent. Yeah. Like. His actual family. Yeah, and his I was going to say like it's family he in a with way. Him when he stole the Tarda, you know, his first regeneration. Yeah, and then his most recent loss. Yeah, who was he knew for quite a while. Most of his companions, he knows only for like one regeneration, or maybe they stick around. You know, yeah. Clara's for us, it's you know a couple bit. seasons. For him, it's you know, it's maybe a couple of years of their life. I guess Amy and Rory would they say like. 30 or 10 years, 30, mm-hmm. 10 years of their life or something. But but also, like, yeah, how much of their life versus how much of his life are so yeah. different. Because, well, it's more like just perspective. Yeah. But, like, I mean, River was around a lot. A, a long, long time. time. Right. Well, even more if you think, like, see. David Tennant through Peter Capaldi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like three, it's a long time. 
that's what we've seen, but right. also we know that they spent a lot of time together that we don't see 24 years. Yeah. And they just went together. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, because David Tennant was the first time they, mm-hmm. first slash last time they yeah. saw each other, right? So it's, like, you think of how much time they spent during those years. Like, because mm-hmm. he ages from, like, 900 to, like, 2000 in that time. Yeah. But she, she only sees him that once with when he's... Tenant. When he's Capaldi. Right. But and that's, that's when he 24 years. In, yeah. But I'm saying, like, that's where most of his aging happened. Like, in Capaldi, he went from, like, I'm, like, 1,300 to I'm 2,000, you know? Yeah. Even still, though, that's, it's like, 400 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, And because, also, she's, like, 200 years old. Didn't aging happen with... Matt Smith's mm-hmm. doctor. What aging? I don't know. I'm trying to think through all the episodes. Her aging? No, him. The doctor. When he, goes, he looks old? No, no. What are you talking about aging? Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of like like his years. Oh, like when he mentions? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember now specifically. Yeah. I don't know. He says... Oh, he has... um. When they're in Utah, whatever. Yeah, it's something. And he he says something because he like was he's running from his 11, death for a while. He says he's like twelve or eleven hundred, and then because he, he there's like two of them or whatever. Right, that's Amy what it notices is. Notices the difference. She's like, mm, last time I saw you, you were, or she sees him again. She's like, well, how old are you? He's like nine hundred or something. She's like, um, I just saw you and said you were like twelve hundred. So who was that? Right. That's anyway, what it was, probably that I was triggering. Aldi is old and it's been a <laughs> yeah. long time. He's been around a long time. He's been this Dang. regeneration for a long time. A long, time. long time. This one lasted. Yeah. Okay. So, people are getting sucked into the Thames. Right, well, back likes, to the episode. Like anglerfish. And sea monster who's has really useful poop. Yeah. That's cool. Fuel. That was interesting. Seems actually reasonable or something. Mm-hmm. And Almost like you maybe don't have to like hurt the animal to get the poop. Yeah, like animals got to feed, poop. Do you have to feed them little street urchin children to right. create the best poop burning poop? Um and the doctor and Bill are exploring, mm-hmm. and they go under. She doesn't really get like they talk in the description like you get pulled under, but the anglerfish kind of just like whirlpool you down. Yeah, it just disappears the ice out from under you. Yeah, and then you fall in. Um, and then yeah, they find this like giant sea creature monster. Yeah, like, and it's like enslaved. It's chained down. Sad and it makes sad noises. Sad whale sad, noise. Sad whales. It's very, very long. It's huge. Yeah. It shows like, on the map in the TARDIS, like yeah. just after they walk out, it takes up like the entire, like it's all like of like England, of, like, yeah. or sorry, all of London, mm-hmm. kind of. So it's eating people at one end, so I guess that's where they want the fair to be. <coughs> and then they're harvesting the poop at the other end. Yeah. <laughs> and they go and they find a chatty. Chatty Kathy, who tells them, oh, the steel mill or whatever. 
Mm -hmm. It burns hotter and longer and better than coal. It even burns underwater. Right. Ooh, magic poop. Magic burning poop. That's cool. Yeah. And then we find out the asshole who's in charge of it. And he's right. like, it's been here for generations. My family has been doing this. But then it's like, why does history not know about this like magical stuff that they were harvesting for so long? The doctor would be like, oh, people ignored it. <laughs> like, he just always... Yeah. I mean, I guess if they were just taking it to, like, this specific steel mill, everyone just thought... That he was, was just really good at... They were just, like, saving money with this stuff, basically. Yeah. Because they weren't spending as much on coal. So there's just, like, a good business. Good so business no one needed plan. to know what they were burning. Just... They were just very productive. Yeah, people just mill. thought they were, like, efficient, I guess. Like, oh, how does the steel mill get their profit margin so wide? Mm-hmm. We'll never keep up. Yes. I don't know. This episode is fine, but it kind of like, kind of like bogs down for me a bit when we're like yeah. going to the steel mill and then figuring it all out. Yeah. And, then... and, and also like we've done this with the star whale. It feels very Star Whale-y. Big, giant creature. It's, like, enslaved. Because, it's like, yeah. let's just set it free. Yeah, and it's all the same thing that happens. She decides to set it free. He's going to, like, blow up the ice and, like, feed everyone to the whale. Um, what was this? So the evil, the Lord whatever's plan was... To blow it up so that just everyone would fall in and it would feed the creature. And yeah, and they'd it. all see it. And No, just, he'd just, everyone would fall in, the fair would be over, so there wouldn't be any more suspicious deaths. Yeah. He's like, we need to just, but, so then the doctor was trying to, like, not detonate it. Correct. But just in case Bill was getting everyone off the ice. Right. And it's where she learns about the sonic screwdriver. And what it can do. Well, it's just because he pulls it out, right? He's like, oh, and it's sonic. And what's this? she's like, what's a sonic screwdriver? She hasn't screwdriver? seen it before? I think she's seen it, but they didn't, like, they mentioned it specifically. Cause he's, mm-hmm. And she's like, what kind of a screwdriver is this? Yeah. It's sonic. It makes noise. <laughs> right. Uh, it really is just a magic wand. Yes. It's just it so just they does, don't have to it spend does whatever time. whatever he thinks. Because he, he lends it to people all the time. And he's just like, oh, just think about what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's magic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so then he just, like, blows up the chain so that the monster's free. So the monster's free. And you know. hopefully not many people... <laughs> Breaks up the ice. ice. The only pe- person we see fall into the ice is him, the Lord, the evil Lord, Lord guy. What is her and face? Then he promises. The doctor promises to check on Greenland. Right, because the monsters. Where would it go? From well, the Thames? he said colder, because the Thames does right. go out. To, does when? it go out to the Atlantic? Like if you go far enough. Well, it must. Like, that's my All assumption. All rivers have to go to an ocean. Right. But is it... London's not right on the coast. No, no. So, it's is it going, far. like, to the east? 
I don't know. I'm looking it up. Whatever. It would get into the Atlantic Ocean, yes. yes. And then it would head north to, like... Colder, like the Arctic Ocean, yeah. probably. So maybe check on, like, Norway, Sweden as well. <laughs> Iceland, Greenland. Yeah, so there is, like, an inlet that's not that far from London. Okay. Which creates the so Thames. Almost so almost, like, on the coast. Yeah, and then that would bring him into, like, the channel. And yeah, then he could North Sea and up. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we'll just go to the Arctic and probably eat some whales and it'll be fine. Yeah, because it needs to be cold. Oh yeah, that was the thing about why there's a frost fair. Right, because he, the it creature is making it cold. cold. <laughs> it needs cold, but it also makes the river cold. Right. Makes it cold and then, but it's poop burns hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like when he called it Tiny, like if that's yeah. what is her name. Tiny, the lock less monster, the not so little mermaid. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, the street urchins get a house in the end because he forges the will of yeah. the evil guy. Of course, women can't inherit, but of course, yeah, it had to go to the void. But <coughs> I'm sure he shared with his friends. Yeah, but that was pretty much the end of the episode. That's nice because she was all like worried about like this life and like if she wants to hang out with this guy who's around bad things yeah. happening so it was like but, I'm sure he did it because he was, doesn't always go out of his way to like wrap things up like that he no. did it for her so that yeah. she could see that they can also help people and they can leave they can come in with like a bad thing is happening and there's and tragedy and better. make things better yeah I mean you can't make everything better but you can help yeah. And that's all she needed to know. Okay. Okay. We need to get on to the next episode. Yeah, I spent longer on that than <laughs> I anticipated. We got tangenty. Do you okay. have a grade for that episode? Um, It's just a B. It's like a B minus. B minus. For me, it's not my favorite. I, I think it's like I do have an ish, issue with this back episodes going back. Yeah. They're just not as fun for me, I no. think. Anyway. And like I said, the concept was kind of we've Star done Wheel, this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next episode is Knock Knock. It aired May sixth, twenty seventeen, and it was written by Mike Bartlett. And this is his only episode. So far. Wow. Why do floorboards creak? When a sinister landlord shows Bill and her friends the perfect house share. That is such a British term. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what lies ahead. Knock, knock. Who's, who's there? there? Doctor. Doctor who? <laughs> um, so suddenly she's got friends. <laughs> right, which I think is, like, good, but they were introduced so, like, randomly. and well, like, like, the one girl is her friend. Maybe, yeah, she didn't know she anyone else other... that well, yeah. right? The Shireen or whatever is like mm-hmm. her friend that like invited yeah. her to. I found these move other in. people. I feel like she's Shireen is a student. Like they're all students except Bill. Bill, yeah, who's just around, works at the university. So maybe that's why she doesn't really have a ton of friends because she's yeah. not like in dorms and stuff. You know, she's not really living that student, student life. life. For she's sure. kind of. She's at the school anyway. School life adjacent. So. I don't know why they thought six of them 
would be a good idea. Right. I'm thinking back and I'm like, it was hard to find an apartment for four. Yeah. Where are you going to find with six bedrooms? Except like a big old house. But then that would be expensive. I do know people though. Like my cousin lived with like seven other people. They had this like giant house. And I do know a couple people that got like big like almost suburb houses that they Mm -hmm. were able to split the rent on and there was like five of them but like you know how you really limit your choices six people yeah it's not good thinking especially like if you're like right in london and you're trying to like be near the school and stuff yeah it's It's crazy just like the house though i understand like cool we want to like move out we need to get like a couple people together though because yeah we need to like share an apartment but like to get six together that the only way that would happen is like you'd come across the ad for it and and then you get more people because no one's like has that many close friends that like we all want to live together like she found those people as if she needed to find six and then it was like where the fuck are you gonna find this um well they did find a place because a creepy old man is like come live in my creepy old house i like his creepy old house yeah and they thought, this is amazing, because it was weirdly cheap for the size of house, and they all mm-hmm. had giant rooms and so much mm-hmm. space. Like, if it wasn't a creepy old, like, murdery house, mm-hmm. it would be such a great student living yeah. situation. And, but then they don't notice that, like, there's no appliances. I know. And there's no, no cell reception. That's a big... That would be a that'd problem. That would be impossible. Yeah. We'll have to get a landline. I'm like, mm, that's not going to, no. I mean, you have to get Wi-Fi. Right. But, like, they couldn't even plug things into the sockets and, like, yeah. They did not do I, enough before investigation. Before moving into a big house, like an apartment building like this, I wouldn't worry about having, like, it inspected. But, like, a house on its own, you would want, like, to make sure electricity is up to code and plumbing. Right. You know? They don't Just even like, have heating, the doctor points yeah, out later. Here's an oil burning heater. Because this is still, like, the 1800s inside this house. Yeah. Yeah. Because we find out no one lives there. Nope. Where's the old man live? Just in the tower. He's That's suited. Awesome. He's only had the tower suited for new technology. Right. I wonder if you can get cell reception in the tower. I don't know. Okay. I just want to skip to the part where, like, we figure out the logic of what's going on. So every 20 years... Okay, so his mother good, is because I have an sick. issue that we're going to talk about. It'll There's come up a lot. Okay. He's a little boy. His mother is sick. They put her in the tower because she's going to die. And he finds these bugs. Yep. Brings them up to her. They're just nice bugs. And they're like, oh, you're sick. Let us turn you into wood. They never explain that. Why? That's the big why that yes. they never explain. Like, they if- figure out, like, that must have been what happened. But, like... But why? Because here's my thing. They're eating other people. So why, when they saw this sick person, did they decide to keep her alive, but they're eating everyone else? Wouldn't they have murdered her? figure out that you need to feed the house? And every 20 years? Every 20 years. I don't know. Get six people. It makes no sense, and I have huge issues. I also have issues with why is she wood? Yeah, why did they turn her into wood? And, like, we were talking last... Um, we were talking about that Christmas episode where they go through like the box and mm-hmm. there's like those tree people yeah. and I love those tree people. Yeah. It's really cool. 
Yeah. I hate this person. No, I hate I this like understand. wood. It doesn't make sense. What about these bugs and wood? Right. Like they're alien, but they're like earth wood. We're all about that. We can turn people into wood. We can absorb people into wood. <sighs> yeah. I don't understand. And did they choose wood because the Sonic doesn't work on wood? Maybe. I think, I feel like they had a concept for creepy old house that's like eating people or you know like people are disappearing in this big old house and Mm -hmm. then they try to create a weird alien reason for it it just and it it wasn't well done together you did mention we talked about the fact that uh bill figures out the mother-son relationship Mm -hmm. she's like um 70 years yeah so my thing is that they don't Explain. I guess the doctor makes a comment about, like, they preserve the body but not the memory. Because she doesn't remember that mm-hmm. it's her son. But I was like, where is the transitional period of, like... He was still a child. He was a child. So, like, for a while she must have thought it was her son. But then they're around the same age. And you can't be a son or a father if you're, like, within yeah. ten years of the same age, you know? So, like... What did he tell her the story then? I'm your brother, maybe? It's not very well. Nothing of this is very, like, they, I agree, like, they had a clear concept for, like, the house, but not a clear concept for, like, the reason, the reasoning behind all the alien stuff, and it bugs me. And, like, she was, she's like, oh, this is nice visitors, and then she's like, oh, no, your friend got sucked into the floor, that's what happened. And then when they're, like, lay this on her, like, this is your son, she's like, okay, we're both going to get eaten by the bugs now. Like, I'm ready to give up. As soon as, like, that power shift happens, like, father knows best, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm allowed to make decisions? Yeah. Okay, this is, I want to die, please. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame her. She would. She would. How, she wouldn't be able to see if her eyeballs were wood. I know it really bugs me. There's so many things that bother me about this. She's also just like a weird looking woman. I'm sorry. Yes. Really. No, she is. When they show her like she's, person. Like she doesn't have eyebrows or something about her face is like off a little bit. I feel like I've seen her in something else. I'm yes. Like, what's, what's she seems familiar you? and her face feels like really like long. It actually, and I don't know if that's yeah, the eyebrow thing. It actually looked... Bad. She looked better as wood, I feel like. Yeah. She looked a, like... It looked more... Yeah, look at her face. Regular like, features. Uh, okay, who is she? <laughs> who is she? Mariah Gale. What have I seen you in? But I just... I don't know. I like the fact that Bill came up with, like, the solution to kind of the time problem. That was good, and it shows her, like, initiative. I did not like any of the explanation. And yeah. I, I like the episode up to that. I kind of like them, like, moving into this house. And, mm-hmm. and it's, like, weird. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, Pavel, when he's, like, half in the wall. Like, that looked cool. That was that would traumatize me if I saw it. That was so disturbing. And his eyes were, like, kind of wood. Yeah. Kind of and it was, not. like, this one skipping part of the track that was, like, keeping him alive. She but, was in an episode of Skins. <laughs> That's okay. the only thing I remember. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if oh, I... Oh, wait, do you remember? Okay, I remember. Know her from that. <laughs> I don't know what else she's been in. 
I mean, she's been in a lot of... Oh, she's in Broadchurch. Did you watch that? Yeah. She was Caroline Hughes. Two episodes in 2017. Cool. I don't know. So, in all the British shows. Well, yeah. Everyone on that island has been on everything. Yep. Including Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's one of those... You almost had it. But like yeah, you lost it there at the end. You got bugs. You got wood. You got like a dark sort of sinister reason with a weird family situation. But then it's like the logic doesn't yeah. quite. Make you just it. didn't like quite line them up, right? Like sure, tell me this story, but then tell me why the bugs did this. It's, that is my biggest question. Honestly, that part was answered. Like, I think I feel why better. Why are they here? They multiply. They. They are wood. I, I just will never understand why they turned her to wood. And if that one question was answered, even though it wouldn't answer all of my they problems, turned her to wood, and then they needed better. to be satisfied every twenty years, to right? Keep and like that deal. How did he how know? Did you, how did he know twenty years? She starts to like fall apart, so he thinks he needs to feed the house. Maybe. Or the bugs communicate with him somehow. And the thing with the noise, the music box brought them out. And then he uses a tuning fork. Like, I just... Seems like he controls them. Then why are you having to, like, bend to their will and feed them people? Right. And then it, like, spits out the most recent friends. I kind of wanted... So then they're not dead? Like... Yeah, like, they're fine. They got eaten by the house. They're fine now. How can it just, like, regenerate them? Yeah. And why didn't it take... Like, regenerate all of the roommates from all the 20, the past years. Like, I thought that was going to happen. Right. And then my question is, if they can do that, why didn't they eat this poor dying woman? And, like, are they, like, I just, I don't understand. There's no, there's no, like, like, like logical purpose behind no. them. It upsets me. Yeah. It's a bit of a fail. Yeah. And, yeah, as I say, like, there's aspects of it I like. I like... Like, Paul has a crush on Bill a mm-hmm. little bit, but Bill's friend has a crush on Paul. Like, mm-hmm. those sort of, like, dynamics that are yeah. so true to, like, her age and, like, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Like, it's good. I think it's good when you get the companions, like, life a little bit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. End of, yeah. end of thought. I hate when it doesn't come together. Yeah. Cause Especially you, when it's going in a good direction. You fill up these that. cool things, but then you just... Don't explain it well enough for me, and then it's, like, somehow, like, not believable, you know? Yeah. Within this world of what's believable, but... Fair. Yeah. Okay. 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 Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. C plus? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. C, yeah. C plus, yeah, somewhere in there. It's not great. Well, this doesn't bode very well. I feel like so far we're like, this season's getting worse and worse. It doesn't, though. I remember overall liking the season. I like the season. Yeah. I know. I think we just love Bill so much that... Anything is good with Bill. When you watch it all together, it's like the not-so-great stuff flies by and the great stuff you remember. Well, next episode, we're talking about episodes five and six which are <laughs> what happens in those episodes 
Oh, they're running out of oxygen, and then... That's called oxygen. <laughs> um, the thing about the, the truth. Oh, The yes. beginning of that thing. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting into that. And after that, in podcast episode 73, we want to know which one-off baddie would you like to see come back? Someone you just didn't get enough of. Yeah, what bad creature. There's so many like good villains in Doctor Who. Yeah. And we always get the same ones that come back again and again, like the mm-hmm. Daleks and the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so many good one-offs that we'd want to see again. Yeah. So, we want to know what you want to see again. So let us know. You can email us, doctorscompanionspodcast at gmail.com, or tweet at us at drscompanions. And check the description for links to things. And if you're on iTunes, you should go give us some stars and a nice comment yeah subscribe everyone knows how great the podcast is i think the only super helpful on there right now is me just saying this is the best (laughs) podcast ever (laughs) and it's it's super helpful it helps people find the podcast so if you have a minute that'd be super great when you like it yeah i should say thank you to one of the nates (laughs) um the I know, I know which one. Raid 413. He just, like, randomly tweeted, like, these girls are the best. I know, I saw that. That was so nice <laughs> and sweet. You. We appreciate it. We appreciate Thanks for listening. Support. All right, bye. 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 Scarf.